Welcome to Enlightenment 101. I am Danielle G. I am an author, a teacher, and instructor. This show will explore, engage, and enlighten us on love, life, living, and everything in between. We will discover how to not just live, but be better and sustain a level of life that offers well-being for generations to come. Welcome to Enlightenment 101. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Enlightenment 101. I am your host, Danielle G. Our first show was titled, What's Love Got to Do With It? So if you haven't had a chance to listen to episode number one, please do so. We talked about on that show the four types of love and the characteristics of love, how love is patient, love is kind, love does not keep score, um, and we and how to put it into practice. That's kind of where we left off with the recommendations and how to practice it. So we're going to call this episode The Journey and Practice of Love. So this is kind of a part two, the journey and practice of love. So now that we know a little bit about the breakdown of it all, now, how do we apply it? How do we implement that into our lives? Because as we know, knowledge without application or understanding is useless. I want to say that again. Knowledge without understanding and practice is useless. So that's what we want to talk about. We want to have kind of a part two, like, you know, what is it that we now have to do? It's it's great when we can hear things and take those nuggets and say, yes, that's good. That hits me. That touches me. And again, I'm going to say this again. The goal of this show, Enlightenment 101, is to do just that, to enlighten you. This is not a how-to. This is not a uh, 21 days and you're going to be changed. This is a show that enlightens you. And I certainly am not coming from a place of mastery or expertise, just sharing what I've been blessed to be enlightened upon and then enlighten you. That's really what why I'm here uh, as a teacher and a person that um, tried to to, to apply these things myself. So uh, happy that you're with us. Thank you for joining us. And I hope that you will be, be enlightened and, and keep listening. So like we know, we know what it takes to be healthy, right? And we know that there is no one size fit all approach. You're going to hear me say that um, uh, quite a bit today, uh, pun intended, because we are all different sizes and shapes and we all have our own gifts and things of that nature. So I said that to say, as an example, when we talk about putting things into practice, every year in January, there's a plethora of gym attendees and memberships and how to lose weight and how to get on the journey of proper nutrition and diet but what usually happens by, and I'm going to be graceful here, <laughs> what usually happens by mid-February? It tapers off. It's not that we don't know what's good for us, but practice and consistency is the key. That The consistency and practice is the key to unlock the things that we desire for ourselves. So as we talked about, I'm not going to regurgitate from our last episode about the types of love, uh, 
the characteristics of love, but we know that the desires that we have in our hearts to attain whatever type of love that is requires consistency and practice. So that's why we have to be intentional about love, loving ourselves and not relying on our feelings. So when we go to the gym and we say, well, I tried, it didn't work. Well, of course it's not going to work because you have to practice. It has to be a, become a part of your lifestyle. And it has to come from a place of love, right? Love for yourself. Not a love of what the images are we're seeing all over the place from social media to movies, but a love for yourself, like wanting the best for yourself. As I said, part two of this show, Enlightenment 101, is all about how do we apply the characteristics of love and how do we practice it? So I guess in a little bit, it is kind of a how-to, but not in the way that we have normalized. So how do we apply the characteristics of love? Our feelings will, we can't go too much off of our feelings, although they are valid. But if we always went with how we feel, then our feelings will have us sitting on the couch eating chips, <laughs> right? If I'm feeling depressed or I'm feeling sad or I'm not feeling myself and I'm just saying, you know, I'm not going to make it today. I'm just going to sit here. But if we move past that and we know that there, this indeed is a journey and we are practicing loving ourselves consistently, we're going to say, nope, grabbing my keys, going to the gym. And I'm, I'm telling you what I know, not what I think, because that's me. I will say, okay, I'm not going to go home and sit down because I know what's going to happen. I have to practice and be consistent about taking care of myself, my body, my mind, my soul, my spirit. All of those are the components that make us us. Your body, your mind, your spirit. So you have to take care of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Those are the components that matter and the components that you have to take into consideration when you talk about loving yourself. So it is a journey, but it begins from the inside, you know, not it is an inside job. You know, I have a friend and we talk sometimes and she'll say, you're so consistent. And I believe it or not, that encourages me because it's like, OK, yes, I hear it. So it kind of holds me accountable that I have to be consistent and I've become consistent. And now it is a part of my lifestyle. Like I feel bad, like even if I go out of town, which I just came back from out of town. I, I I often ask if the hotel has a gym or someplace I can walk so that I can keep that up. And it's not just a physical thing. Getting outside feeds your soul. It feeds your mental, right? It gives you that vitamin D. It gets you moving. It gets your body in the right place. So there are all types of benefits to just moving. And that's why I said there is no one size fit all, which is why I think, I don't know, but why I think sometimes we fall off from the exercise journey is because we are trying to fit into a box or that one size fit all approach where it says, okay, I got this 30 day program. I have this 60 day program. I have this 45 day program or what have you. 
And there are nothing wrong with programs. They could be the perfect motivators to get you started. But I think often what happens is that if we are not, you know, running their race, you have to run your race, right? Run your race. So if your race is, I'm going to walk 15 minutes a day, do it. If your race is, I'm going to walk, run, walk, run 30 minutes a day, do it. You have to find what works for you, practice it, and be consistent about it. Hope that makes sense, right? So it starts and we begin with knowing that you were created in love. Woo! You were created in love. I'm not talking about your earthly circumstances, although that is a type of love that we talked about from the last episode, right? I'm not talking about you know, how you came to be here on this earth, like what birth canal, because we all know that that that, that's even varied, right? So, I mean, we all came from some a birth. I don't mean it like that, but I mean that we are all created in love, right? And from that creation, uh, from the human race, the love from the creation of the human race. That's the type of love that I'm talking about. When we talked about types, that would fit into the agape love. So that means that we are all here to practice love, to be a part of love, to co-create in love. And I just want to say that, you know, this is a judge-free zone. It's safe here. And that's the place that I wanted to create in Enlightenment 101, a safe space, a safe place, which is why I said in episode number one, we won't be talking about celebrity gossip, we won't be talking about religion, we won't be talking about politics, because I see those topics as divisive. When we talk about love, that is a connector. I think there's a lot to be said from starting the approach from from the inside out. But you have to, as I said, you have to be intentional. It has to be consistent. You can't work out one time and expect to lose 20 pounds. You can't say, I'm going to have salad for dinner on Wednesday, and then Thursday you're back to eating fried foods. It has to be consistent until it becomes a lifestyle. It can't be a fad. It has to be a lifestyle. And again, it's a journey. You have to figure out what's working for you, right? So some of those things that connect with loving yourself. And I'm going to be sharing like a list of my own. And you take what you need, throw away the rest. But even my list has evolved. It depends on where I am in my life, right? But there are certain things that are always going to be uh, a part of my toolbox or I'm going to be filling my cup with. Sleep is one of those. Sleeping properly, um, which is something I regularly tackle, to be quite honest. I told you guys I'd be transparent on here, but it's important. It's important to your health. It's important to your blood pressure, your cell turn, turn, turnover, your heart rate. It's a big deal. And listen, I have tried chamomile tea, lavender tea, all of which have worked but not consistently. So I'm still on that journey. You know, I'm I, waking up or getting a good night's sleep is something I'm grateful for every time I get it. And I mean, I'm not like sleep deprived, but definitely 
that's something that's a part of loving myself is intentionally and I'm I can be a bit of a night owl. That's I'm gonna be honest, that's probably a big, huge part of the problem. If I do the research and I have, you know, it says a lot of it is, you know, going to bed at the same time, turning off the lights. Well, you know, I'm a night owl, so I'll be reading and I'll have notes and you know, I I, I really have to be more consistent. <laughs> There's that word. You know, I'll be like, okay, I slept good on Tuesday because I went to bed early and I turned off the lights and I did all these things. And then I'm like, why didn't I sleep on Wednesday? Well, you had coffee at three o'clock and you went to bed at midnight, you know. So, again, we're all guilty of it, but we can do it. We can enlighten each other and be on that journey of, of taking better care of ourselves. Make sense? I hope that makes sense. So I want to share with you just a little bit of my own list of some of the things that I do. Eating right. Uh, I don't eat beef or pork. I try very hard to be a pescatarian. I'm not doing well at it because sometimes chicken is just better. <laughs> sometimes sometimes chicken just tastes better. So, um, But most of the time I eat seafood. Getting enough sleep, I said that. Exercise, I'm very intentional, consistent about that. It is a part of my lifestyle. Stillness. Stillness is a big one. I, 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 I'm in the habit of just sitting still and being with spirit and connecting through prayer and meditation. That is a part of my self-care. I once talked to a, a woman and she says, I don't have time for that. I, it shocked me. She said, I don't have time to meditate. I was like, wow. And that's okay because we're all on our own journey but it makes a difference. Everyone that I've met and even myself from going from, I've always been a praying person, but like meditating and, you know, uh, there's a scripture in the Bible. And again, if I make reference to the Bible, it is not a descent from you guys. It's just, I'm speaking my own experience. You, you are all, everyone is welcome to listen and to be a part of this enlightenment journey. But there's a part in the Bible, and I've heard it, it says, meditate on the word day and night. So being still, that's a part of my process. Mental health, therapy. I have gone to therapy, and I am a proponent of therapy. I think that everybody should be uh, have seen a therapist or see a therapist. I believe it's helpful to all of us. I think that if you are a person of color or a minority, Everybody needs, every one of us should be sit, have, should sit on somebody's couch. <laughs> it is a lot to be a person of color in America. So I do believe that. But again, I think that it's a good habit for everyone. Uh, peace, man, it's priceless. Peace is priceless. I didn't know I didn't have peace until I had peace. Y'all let that sit for a minute. Love, loving myself, surrounding yourself with people that really genuinely care about you just as much as you care about you. Breathing. Sometimes just breathing helps you to settle down and to calm down. Drinking water, traveling, just to unplug. And being kind to yourself and others. And repeat. That's my list. 
I'm not able to get it in all in on one day. Sometimes I get most of it. Sometimes I focus on one of those things. Whatever works for you. Lifting yourself up, affirming yourself. That's another thing that I do. I have a vision board uh, that's placed where I can see it daily. On one side of it is uh, our pictures um, of me on my journey. The other side are I am affirmations, like I am kind, I am loving, I am inspiring, I am spiritual, I am all of these things, right? So that reminds me of who I am. Having people around me that remind me of who I am. My mom, my brother are always reminding me of who I am. And they do so in their own separate ways. My mom is always encouraging, reminding me that, you know, that I got this, that I can do this. My brother is always reminding me that the sky is not the limit, that I can go beyond that. So those are people specifically in my life that I know are down for me, that love me no matter what, if I have everything or if I have nothing. I have a few trusted people that support uh, support me on this journey. I have one um, person in my life who just makes me laugh. She knows, she just knows who she is. She always says to me, you a bad MF. I'm not going to curse, but she says that to me. I can't wait until you know how bad you are. Put your seatbelt on, she says to me. I just laugh. She's like, I know you don't believe me that you are all these things, but you are. And I love her for that. I have another person who is just just one of the kindest, most thoughtful people I know. She's very, very thoughtful. And I appreciate her. So, you know, they're all special in their own ways. There's no ranking. There's one that's more or less important because it all feeds into my soul and who I am and, frankly, who I'm becoming. I, and I find myself being, when I think about, like, where do I get certain uh, characteristics? I'm a lot like both of my parents. My mother is kind of a firecracker. My father was very cool, calm, and collected. My father is no longer with us here on this earth. Um, I miss him a whole lot, whole lot. He was not easily rattled, very humble and kind man. Um, but, yeah. So... Those are some of the things. Give yourself permission to be yourself, whatever that looks like. Remember, it's, it's, it's you. What works for you is not going to work for me or vice versa. My job, my role is to enlighten you that you should be more like you, like nobody else. And as I said earlier in the top of the show, I don't have it all figured out. It's a journey. It's not a destination. But knowing that it's a journey gives me freedom to be who I am not lock myself in a box and say, oh, well, I was like this. I'm not even the same person I was 10 months ago. Are you kidding me? 10 months ago, I was thinking about doing something like this. And I was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But here I am <laughs> on episode number two. Yay. So even when we leave this planet, we are transitioning to or back to the spirit, depending on how you look at it. We are all evolving. Hence the reason I call it a journey. Work on self-love, self-esteem without self-discipline will lead to self-destruction. So what that means is self-esteem without self-discipline will lead to self-destruction. What that means is we have a lot of people, let's just, I, for some reason when I wrote this, I was thinking about athletes. 
you know, whether it's football, soccer, tennis, whatever, uh, from the plethora of sports that we have. Self-esteem. A lot of athletes, they have the self-esteem, the self-confidence. They're, they're, they're borderline cocky and arrogant, and maybe they have to be to do the sports that they be, they do and, and, and are doing. But have you noticed what happens when they don't have any self-discipline outside of the arena in which they play their sports? It leads often to self-destruction. I'm not going to name any names. That's not the point. But we see what happens from the best of them to the least of them. So practicing self-love first will lead to a love that is fulfilling and contagious and make you disciplined in that practice and make your corner of the world just a little bit better. I hope that you got something from this show, Enlightenment One-on-One. I always like to leave you with a quote because I think that uh, it's going to be my how I sign off. No one is perfect, not me, not you, not them. If you want to live a peaceful life, accept yourself for who you are and respect others for who they are. That is Sanjita Rana. That's my quote. Um, Thank you for joining me here on Enlightenment 101, episode number two. Woo-hoo! Episode number two, the journey and the practice of, you say it with me, love. I hope to see you guys back soon. And if you like it, please say that you like it on whatever platform you listen to. Have a good one. Thanks, y'all.